Hello and welcome to Biz Without Frontiers, episode 29. We are back after a short break with another of our lockdown episodes. Today I'm joined by Vicky. Hello. And via the wonders of technology, Charles. How you doing? And we're also joined remotely by friend of the show, Adam, from the Sheffield Hopcast. Hey, up. Good evening. Uh, <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks, thanks for joining us. And uh, I think in the in the current scheme of things, we always used to do mystery beer when we were sat around the table, but obviously it's not, not possible in these kind of Zoom recording times. So uh, we'll get straight on to what our favourite beers of the last month were. And for some reason, Vicky is top of the list here to ask first. So what's been your beer of the month? So mine was um, My Little Sabrini by Arbor. 5% and uh, as its um, name suggests it was a single hop with sabro what's it sabro 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 oh which yeah and it was just exactly what i was looking for it was yeah all the coconut all the pineapple all the some people say you get a bit of mint on it as well mm, don't remember that much maybe a little bit but yeah no, that was, was in one of those like ginormous arbor cans wasn't it yeah. it's was like a Super tall. Yeah. The trouble was that I ended up sharing it with you and I wish I'd had the whole Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) So, so yeah, big thumbs up for the Sabro then. Yes, definitely. Cool. Um, Mine was um, Elusive Brew, um, Oregon Trail. um, Oh, okay. Okay. West Coast IPA. um, Put an order in from Elusive and, uh, yeah, it's it's full-on West Coast IPA. I've heard a lot about that beer. I mean, is it is it actually really sort of West Coasty bitter? Has it got that kind of bitter kick that you need in it, or is it just more of a sort of halfway house? Or I mean, it's it's getting a lot of love from what I can tell. It's it's proper bitter. It's it's like those kind of beers were maybe six seven years ago. If you managed to get hold of something like uh, early Jackhammer kind of thing, or other than that, um, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's got is it's got, no, it's not got, Jackhammer. Now Jackhammer's pretty good, but it's got the malt base. It's it's you know it, it pours out in a kind of almost um, amber color, um, okay. and it's it's kind of more like your Sierra Nevada torpedo type sort of thing. Um, you know, it's five point eight percent Simcoe Chinook Columbus, and it's uh, by its own description is a classic take on the West Coast I- IPA style. Um, and yeah, it's it's got the bitterness, but it's got the robust kind of malt base to go with it as well. And what was, and what was the what was the ABV of that one? Five point eight. So okay. So know. not so reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of IPAs in that classic style yeah. are kind of hitting about six point something seven maybe, but um, it's it's damn good, and I'm glad I got another two cans of it in the fridge. So yeah, I might need to try and hit that up. Is it still yeah. available on on the website or? Yeah, Elusive Brew have still still got it. So um, I'd uh, I'd get an order in. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, Charles, what what's your beer of the month? Yeah, I'd kind of I'm actually going double, nearly double the ABV of of the beer that you just said actually. Um, and it's Cloud Water. Uh, they've triple IPA called the Seed Which Cannot Be Sown, uh, which was absolutely incredible. 11% ABV, um, hopped, single hop with Simcoe. Um, and yeah, it was just absolutely divine. It was probably like a real sort of heart back to what Cloudwater were kind of really knocking out a couple of years ago. Uh, really, really sort of well-hidden ABV, loads of fruit um, and a smooth kind of, kind of juicy body. So yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I only so- had one can, sadly. 
Yeah, so you say triple IPA. Is that leaning towards the East Coast style or more bitter to the West? Oh, no, no, de- definitely. Yeah, definitely in New England. Uh, oh, they right, classify right. It as a triple New England. So yeah, definitely a right. juicy, hazy, murky kind of kind of bomb. Yeah, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And and I'm not one of the. I know it's been a lot of sort of hype around triple IPAs at the minute, and I've I'm not hugely into the style. But I thought Cloud War. You know, I've had some great beers, uh, higher ABV beers from them, and um, yeah, definitely lived up to what they've kind of done before so uh yeah really impressed cool and madam what's what's impressed you in the last month i think this one just sneaks into this month um, okay a few weeks ago um links back to probably one of the first times i actually went out to a pub um i may have mentioned it on our show when we had josh from blue bee and the Callum island tavern so if everyone wants to listen back and it's um, a black ipa um a style that you um you know you don't see enough in the best times, never mind when you're locked down. No. Mm. It's um, tragically mis sort of <clears throat> misrepresented, I think. Absolutely, yeah. And, and um, it's from Blue Bee Brewery, which is Sheffield Brewery. They don't do any small pack. They're pretty much entirely cask brewery. Um, um, they'll probably go as far as Derby a bit further than some random places. But um, this one is Wheels of Confusion. It's an Equinot Black IPA, six percent, and it's a collaboration with um, one of our local pubs, um, Shakespeare's. Um, and it's just one of them. I've, I've always really, really respected um, Josh and how he does black IPAs before I even knew who he was, really. I think it was one of the breweries that they always, he always does beers that he really likes to drink. So they're always very hoppy, generally pale beers. And they'll do a series of like single hop beers, but um, very occasionally he'll drop on like a Cascadian Dark or a, a black IPA. And it's the first one I've seen in a while. And um, yeah. And, and, and what format good. was that? Was, was that uh, cask? cask? I was on cask. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, very good. Um, I got randomly looked on Untapped to see kind of what people thought, and it's probably not done as well. As, you know, if you could look, you probably your score was a bit lower than you would think. But mm. I don't know. I think black IPAs are a bit of one of those things where you have a yeah. bit of nostalgia, you're attracted to. So, and yeah, cask as well. It's such an unusual yeah. combination, isn't it? Black yeah. IPA is always a bit decisive, divisive yeah. anyway. Then you put it on cask. And uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I can. Uh, if, so, if you've ever had Wild Raven or Raven from Thornbridge, mm. I mean, I don't even know. I feel like if I even had that on cast I mean, before, it's kind of in that in that vein. Even further, Daryl mentioned the name Magic Rock Eight Ball back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean that yeah. that was a brilliant was six one or six point something maybe. Yeah, yeah it's about good strength that. for Black IPA, I think that the new session strength six six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Well, either, yeah, it's got it's you know it's IPA, so it's got to be you know it's got to be stronger than yeah you know, it's got to be in that sort of for me five and a half to sort of maybe seven percent ABV. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's a black pale ale. <laughs> if that's yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like some of these beers, though, they sneak in called something else. So, like um, Colonel Export India Porter is yeah. so heavily hopped. If you just gave that to somebody and didn't tell them it was that, they might be calling it a black IPA. I had one uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was. Fantastic, absolutely awesome. But, but I always, I always think the the, ex, the export India pourers. I always think that they're leaning to a bit more malt character coming through compared to just a black IPA. You know, a black IPA, I want that hoppy character coming through, but to look, you know, to look dark like a stout. Yeah, yeah. I have had some sort of in the four percent range from from Blue Bee. I said that falls under that Cascadian dark, but I don't know why it's called Cascadian dark. I don't know if it's just Cascade ops because this one's an Equinot one, but. Um, yeah. They've always been really, really good. Um, still getting that really, but Josh likes to just hit it with the bitterness. So you're always getting that really, regardless of um, style, <laughs> you're always getting a really bitter beer. So um, 
I, mean, I don't know how far it gambles, but yeah, if you do see a blue bee on cask, go and, go and try one out. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Oh, um, I tell you what, I've kind of got the running order yeah. on the way around, haven't I? Because <laughs> we should have really opened a beer. First. <laughs> we should have opened a beer first. So, Jesus, uh, let's get drinking. I'm sat here yeah. staring at it, going, "How yeah. am I going to get a drink?" <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, ours is in glass already. We are drinking uh, Sheffield beer. We are on Saint Mars of the Desert Cabaret, which is. Golden beer brewed with orange pulp, fermented with mixed cultures. Uh, so we've got a bit of uh, Saccharomyces and Brettanomyces. So all the myces. Um, let's uh, let's have a taste to see what it's all about. Yeah, you get the Brett, don't you? Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah, that's definitely is some it, f- funky. Is funky it Belgian-y? Stuff. Is it uh, you know? Some, some people would <laughs> perhaps call it Belgian-y. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit funky. Um, so, um, so Adam, I believe you're drinking the same beer. I am, and I was, I was actually, I spoke to you earlier, and I was actually nipped the brewery earlier, it's very sneakily. And I did have it on, um, and they um, call it um, a, a complete reimagining of an old Belgian um, beer style, light summery mixed fermentation with a bit of orange zest and pulp added for extra refreshment. But yeah, it's my first um, first go of this beer as well. I got it. I think I did buy it a few days ago. And um, I wasn't planning on having it tonight, but um, yeah, I thought it'd be a good idea for us both to uh, compare notes. Uh, yeah, yeah, comparing notes on on the same beer. Yeah, it's, um, it's really light and refreshing, though. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of light and funky. Yeah, but not overly. I don't think it put people off who weren't particularly, you know, averse to that kind of style. I think. It's yeah, because quite- sometimes with like some of the more belgian style beers it can almost feel a little bit syrupy can't it at the, at the back of the throat but this doesn't this probably is more the stronger kind, of, kind yeah. of doubles and stuff like that maybe this is um uh, this is yeah yeah good. it is light and refreshing perhaps the orange helps give that kind of zest slight zest to it as well yeah maybe it's quite low carbonation that's probably one thing i'd probably say i don't know if that's a I've kind of got no head left on it. Yeah, ours is exactly the same, actually. I've literally just poured mine, and you can see from what you can yeah. see from the video. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good listening experience there. You still get a nice little, there's, there's some carbonation in there. It's just the head retention is quite minimal. Well, zero, basically. But, <laughs> I was just going to um, say, yeah, kind of zero, <laughs> yeah. Um, and like Charles, who's just had a sip, and he's got a nice carbonated head there. So. Yeah, so what you, what you got there, Charles? Got, um, so I've, I've gone with a bit of an old favourite, really, uh, for me anyway, brewery-wise, the Colonel. Um, ah. This is their Pale Ale HBC 431, which just intrigued me because it's an experimental hop that's uh, that's around at the minute. Um, and uh, it's got a bit of an... The hop itself has got a bit of an unknown sort of breed, so there's no kind of hop that's directly related to it that they know of. Um, and they say that it's kind of... And what they say on, on the website is lots of berry notes with peach and tropical fruit and a slight earthy aroma. Uh, and yeah, it's, it is what it is. It's a lovely, in terms of the color, I mean, you, obviously you can't, can't uh, see it on a podcast, but you can imagine it. It's very, very pale golden color, um, slight, and it's not hazy. It's just ever so slightly, um, ever so slightly hazy sort of yeah. hop haze. Um, yeah. What number was that again? Sorry, uh, HBC four three one. Yeah, I've seen a few um, out there. Yeah. I was just um, wondering whether it was um, one of the recent Abidel Sabro Deliverance beers that had um, HBC. Yeah, there's a couple of. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. 
No, I, I think it's different. There is a couple of HBC hops. I know what you're saying. There's a couple of HBC hops around at the minute that are very closely re- related to Sabro. Yeah. This one's a bit of a misnomer. It's, it's actually not related to anything. They, well, it's a bit unknown. Alien which, is, hop. Which, is, which is kind <laughs> of intriguing. On the streets, kind of. Yeah. Are you thinking of it lost? Yeah. Come, yeah. come out with me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> come to this brewery. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, it's uh, it's the kernel. I mean, I, I know it kind of gets a bit tiring how people say they're underrated. I think so many people say they're underrated that I don't think they're underrated anymore. Uh, people just know how good they are. Um, I think the, the thing with the kernel is it's it's there's no hype as we know and all of that sort of thing. And really, I think there should be like a thing printed on their little brown labels as well that just says the kernel. If you know, you know. You know? <laughs> those, those that know, know. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so. Oh, good stuff. But really well made. So that was, I picked out from um, local-ish bottle shop, Cottridge Wines, um, and which is just outside Birmingham. And they always get a, a full range of kernels. So it's it's really, we're really lucky that, that uh, well, I'm lucky that sort of pick up, pick up that one without going online, which is good. Yeah, cool. Okay, so... Um, Unlike the last couple of uh, episodes where we hadn't really had any hoppy excursions to talk about... Um, this time, I guess we have because Fourth of July, majority of pubs opened, or certainly a fair few of them, and um, so we've had the opportunity to, to go back into the pub and see what kind of new experience it is. Obviously, quite a, a different one to what it was before. Um, so, Adam, do you would you want to kind of spill the beans on on have you been back to the pub and what was it like? <laughs> I've been a few times now. Yeah, I started off quite local and kind of apprehensive, I suppose, like everyone did. Um, where I live in Sheffield is right on the outskirts, right on the edge of the Peak District. And we've got a local brewery, which I don't know how far they travel. They're very traditional, very cask oriented, called Bradfield Brewery. Um, and they're kind of in the next village from me. Um, they're a big brewery in Sheffield. You'll find most pubs that aren't really beery pubs. That if they've got a cask beer on it, it might be Farmer's Blonde, which is their kind of 4% um, um, traditional. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, you know, as it is. Um, but they've got a couple of pubs close to me. Um, they're, they're tap, and then there's a couple of pubs in the actual Bradfield village. Um, so we first started, our first venture was like a, a drive out for a pint. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and then the day after, we went to the other pub, just like a stone's throw away, which is still like a kind of a Bradfield linked pub. Um, but both really good, um, very excellent service, very, made you feel very safe and comfortable. And, I came out thinking, I kind of like this vibe. It's got a very European, um, you know, this, you know, getting served, sitting down. Um, things like toilets just seem to be immaculate now because they're cleaning them constantly. Mm. And I suppose that's probably more of a thing from for female toilets that you have to use the cubicles where men can probably, you know, scuff through by just using them <laughs> most of the time. But, um, yeah, and then um, after that, um, a few friends I work with, we do we a thing we can't unofficially called Brew Crew. It's like a monthly thing we do. A few of us go and we'll, we'll hit a different area of Sheffield every month. And um, that's obviously been cancelled for, for, for a number of months. And a few of us decided we'd kind of test the water, you know, just a handful of us keeping it, you know, socially distanced and stuff. And so we went to Kelham Island, which is kind of famous, the beer drinking area, the old industrial area, um, and went to a few of our favourite pubs. And again, 
it seems like the pubs who are in, uh, you know the big beer pubs have really taken it really seriously even the kind of old men kind of pubs which you think maybe sometimes they go oh you don't need to worry about that mm. we'll be all right um but now you know none of them have needed booking but they've all been very you can't come in until you you know until you're seated and you've you've left your details and you are served and um you know where outside space has been available obviously we've taken that and um yeah, it's, it does feel like on, on you know the, the large majority of places that it's been really positive and comfortable, and it feels nice to carry back. Um, I mean, not naming any names, but you do see the odd pub, you know, that's maybe not yeah. quite up to par or um, taking things quite as seriously as you'd like. But to, um, but it does make you wonder whether it's just, there's a certain level of how how you, how, how do you control. Kind of a wild group of people who, you know, you've got a minimal staff, you don't want to get involved too much. So, you know, I think that's by the bad. I think that's always going to happen, but it seems to be majority really positive. So I've been, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back, but yeah, in a safe way. And um, yeah, I'm going back as much as maybe I would have done before. But um, Mm. yeah, it's not what you've not had experiences that's kind of put you off and made you can't do that yet. So, yeah, no, not at all. It's good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Charles, have you been to the pub? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just sort of seen a similar vein to Adam, really. Um, I think it's been majority, majority places I've been to have been like really stringent on the whole, you know, COVID situation. And there's a, a very few outliers which are not as serious about it. And I think like I probably expected that a little bit. But in terms of like going back, the first place I went back to was actually on the 4th of July I sort of said to myself I'm not going to go back on the 4th of July I'm going to kind of like see how it goes give it a few weeks and then I kind of went past my local bottle shop met a couple of friends that were in there at the time and we sort of yeah let's go down to, to a local place called the new uh, the bowling green the new bowling green which which you guys know as well yeah yeah and um to be fair, it was it was actually a really positive experience. You know, we, we turned up, you know, we, we booked a, a table outside. They've got a big beer garden. We walked through the bar, which, the main in, indoor bar, which was closed to the public. We walked through that, you know, in a single file outside. You register your, your, all your names. You sit, sit to your table. Somebody comes out. You order the beer. And they had some really good beers on as well, which which was good. They had a Houghton Turner, a uh, couple of Houghton Turner kegs on, which is a local brewery for us. And um, that was great. Um, other great experiences, two breweries I've been to. So I've been to Glasshouse and Twisted Barrel. Um, and both have been really, really positive experiences. You know, Twisted Barrel, you know, you, you guys have been, I'm sure you're yeah. going to mention yeah. it as well. But, the, you know, you order off an app and somebody comes out, there's table service, um, you book a table, all your details are there. And it's similar to Glasshouse again. Yeah, similar situation. So, uh yeah, um, a couple of other local places I've been to haven't been particularly good, and I don't really want to mention those names. But uh, yeah. um, I think you guys know who who I mean. Um, Would you say so, they were um, perhaps more traditional pubs rather than yeah, specialist yeah. places? I think that's a fair assumption. The ones that have been a little bit more traditional, a little bit more old, shall we say, I hate the word, but old school, yeah. a little bit, a little bit kind of not used to sort of adapting and changing uh, mm. or pivoting. So th- those places have been a bit disappointing, but it, by and large, it's been a few out of, out of a, you know, a good bunch of places that are doing well. So 
you know, I can't complain too much. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. From our point of view, I mean, we've only, we've only done a few now, haven't we? Well, probably what, three, four pubs at Um, most? Maybe five. Oh, maybe. I can't can't remember now. I've got got them listed here actually, but. um, Yeah, we, we, we've had a mixed feelings, haven't we? So some, some of the places haven't taken details at all. Some of them have relied on you scanning an app and they've not bothered about it. Some of them are, and some of them they're, they're trying, but then a bit like you said, Adam, as well, it's like sometimes it's, it's not so much the place, it's then the people and the way that they then are just reacting when they're there and behaving and, um, yeah, I mean, so so basically, um, we didn't go back on the fourth of July. We left it a week. Um, I'm not going to name the pub, um, but we were out shopping in Leamington, and we thought, oh, we'll just go to that place. This again. is this is one of the same places I think. Yeah, that I was yeah having right. the same experience. I've just seen on on, on our sheet here that yeah, yeah. it's the same, yeah, yeah, same yeah. place. Um, and so basically, yeah, we did get seated straight away, but we didn't get asked for any details or no instructions on uh, track and trace type info or anything like that. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, we, we were seated inside um, and we were quite away from other people. Um, but the staff, I don't know what the thing is with staff wearing masks or not. I don't know whether that's uh, acceptable or... You know, well, it's it, it's not um, it, it's not compulsory, is it? I don't think. No, no. So, um, um, so basically, but, there was that. Um, the, in this particular case, also, uh, we got brought a drinks list over. Here you go. Here's your A4 piece of paper with your drinks on it. And then she came back in a few minutes later, and I said, "There's no beers listed here." Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, right. Oh, well, they're up on the blackboard. I'm like, oh, the blackboard by the bar. Is that okay to go to the bar to look at the blackboard to see what the beers are? Oh, yeah, that's all right then. So, you know, just not really geared up. I mean, I know this was only a week in um, from them being open or whatever, but it just kind of misses the point a little bit, you know. Um, So, and in fact, in that particular instance, the only cask beer uh, that was on was Doom Bar. So I, I gave that a wide berth, and uh, I had a Northern Monk. Face. I'm surprised, Simon. I thought you might have given that given that one a go. And <laughs> nah, nah, reviewed don't, it, don't, and you know, copper pennies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what that's what that tastes of. Um, so yeah, I think I think they could have definitely upped the game. I wasn't like totally impressed with that, and that was like in the middle of the day. It wasn't an evening thing. It was quite quite quiet and stuff. Um, but yeah, then we went to another local pub. In Warwick, yet again, we turned upon spec. Um, there was a QR code on the table to uh, scan for your track and trace stuff. So you did that. That's interesting. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I've, not, I've, not, I've, not, I've not seen that before. Mm, yeah. uh, well, not not places I've been to anyway. But. So, and it's one of those they keep it. I can't remember how long they said they kept your details. Then it was. I can't remember if it was a week or something. I think it's normal. Is it normally about three weeks or something? I might Maybe be making that up. Like I think it's 21 that. days I've seen. 21 days, yeah, three yeah. weeks. So, yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, it was, um, but yeah, that that's then relying on people doing that and how many people would do that. And, you know, so. Yeah, um, I think. There is, a, there is a lot of trust. There's a huge trust element in all yeah. of this though, isn't there? You know, and you I think should. this is, um, and I'm finding this with, everywhere basically it's that whole thing of the place might do the best that they absolutely can 
but you still people still get uh, yeah, still it, there you know <laughs> yeah they're, 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 they're only you know responsible up to the people that but they're to, actually serving to yeah. understand yeah. I mean, can i elaborate um, like one of the things i was saying about last literally last night i've tried to keep up my kind of you know your hourly exercise thing and when i'm not yeah. going on my bike over i'll still try to go for an evening walk and you know get yourself away from stuff and i wandered just like to a local brewery run pubs there's a few of them in sheffield and I could hear the noise from outside, like, oh God, a few hundred yards, you know, out of sight. And I had my headphones yeah, yeah. into a podcast. And I'm thinking, what's going off down there? And as I got closer, it was absolutely heaving outside. And um, just by coincidence, I, um, I spotted somebody I know's boyfriend who I didn't know, but I kind of get in that kind of, oh, I, you know, you know we, we each other are. And he went, oh, um, someone says inside, if you want to say hello, I'll go grab her. So I'm like, oh, okay, a bit weird. And um, so give me time to sort of just sort of scope it out. And like mm. there was people at the bar, it wasn't kind of like, a lot of places have been like, no one else goes to the bar about that one yeah. person. And there were a lot of like kind of drunk people. Mm. It turned out they'd been awake and they'd all basically piled into this pub. Right. And, uh, from what I gathered, it was zero social distancing, just female yeah. staff, and it had just basically become overrun almost. Mm. And, like the staff were like, we literally like, we, there's nothing we can do about it. Like, do we call the police? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and that's the trouble, that isn't it? It's that. You can only manage it to a point of yeah. Like you can't manage. You know, if a tsunami hits you, you can only do so much, can't you? Yeah, like, yeah. You can't, like, and, and, and I think and, 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 the, and the other yeah, the flip side of the argument as well is like you, you've got to feel sorry for a lot of these these yeah, and club pubs and you know they get suddenly there's, they've had no business for months on end and then mm. suddenly it's like a bunch of people just want to buy beer and, and other products and you think and, and you're just thinking is that balance? You know, how, it was that kind of like survival or you know, looking after people. It wasn't like a bad atmosphere. It was just like, you know, people have obviously been drinking and yeah, in, in, you know, for some, you know, for that reason. Yeah. And just yeah. a lot of drunk people kind of yeah. probably not seen each other for a long time. And it just, it was like and a touchy subject as well. And it, you kind of, yeah. you don't want to kind of. Yeah. yeah. And of course, this is the thing that everybody said. Once you mix alcohol in with this, yeah, absolutely. You know, then of course, you know, people will start off. Oh yes, I, oh I can't hug you. I can't, you know, mm. say, you know, I mustn't get close to you. And then of course, yeah, a couple of beers and whatever in. Then yeah, it's that. Yeah, after we've a couple all of impy stouts. Yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's the wheels. The wheels come off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've all been there and done that and all. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Um, On the flip side, in a kind of positive one, my local pub is. Um, it's run by a, a newish brewery called Loxley. It's not run by them, but they basically created a brewery within the last sort of 18 months. And they've been brilliant. They're a really good family-oriented pub. They're always really booked up for food and drinks really good. They you know they do keg and cask, their own cask and stuff. They've kind of got a um, situation where they they created like a downstairs bar. They renovated it a few years ago and then re-renovated it. Just They were going to renovate it in, in April. And then a lockdown came, so they just basically went, well, cool, we'll just, we'll just do it all. So they basically gutted it and started again. Um, but there was a situation where you can book to sit inside upstairs, then the downstairs is lower than the, obviously it's lower, but it sits on ground level on the back of the pub. So you can sit outside and you don't have to book it. And they, they created like a window, it's almost like a kiosk sort of style thing. Yeah. Because we have a situation where you've not been in that pub and they've, they've added new keg lines, but they're all on the upstairs bar. 
So you walked through the upstairs of the pub, you get like a second to look at the bar, <laughs> and then you forced outside. Yeah. And then you're like, I found myself going like, I think I saw like clamp by, and then like the staff yeah. don't really know. It's a, it's, it's a really good point. Like and you, you're basically sending people off on a mission to get you a beer because it's like distance. Yeah. It's 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 it, it, it really is quite an interesting one because you know you forget the days when you could just go up to a bar like survey mm-hmm. what's on tap what's in the fridges and now like you said you rely on you know the table service and the menus but yeah. I've seen places not actually list what they got in the fridge mm. uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've actually I've been with a group where it's like somebody's somebody's sort of gone up near the bar on the way to the bar to the toilet or something I said do you mind just taking a picture of the, the I was tap? just going to say that's the thing to do is actually it sounds yeah. crazy but if you're if you're a beer geek go past the bar and as you do you know put yeah, your phone on burst mode and all these pictures <laughs> of what's on tap yeah you know. well, it, it's true because you know there is you know, a lot of you know not every not all but quite a few bar staff they don't really necessarily no. Well, places that we go to, some of them don't care what's on on tap, and it's like, oh, is this still on? It's like, oh no, we changed it. I don't know what it's called. It's like, oh right, okay, can I have a look. Oh no, you're not allowed in. Uh, right, okay. So, yeah, you know, a conversation about like how much of a um, brand on first impressions, like how much they influence people. At the minute, yeah, most people like, don't have that. You go in on a name of a beer and a brewery. That's exactly the right. Nice shiny sexy kind of um not brew co yeah you know, for, for clip or whatever now you're like just oh, you, you're not a magpie going after the you know the, yeah. the shiny the shiny goods you're just sort of relying so, on so we all make judgments on that i don't care what you say you yeah. no, absolutely you're right and make a judgment on what type of beer it is by its label yeah well obviously because otherwise they wouldn't have done it all these years yeah. if uh, if yeah yeah. yeah, I didn't thought about that. Yeah, of course, that whole yeah, make, makes pump clip marketing thing is just completely gone now. Yeah, it's psychological, isn't it? You know, you see a mm-hmm. pump clip, you're like, oh, I wasn't going to try that beer, but do you know what? That looks pretty cool. That looks like something I'll, I'll go yeah. for. But, but going back to what you were saying about what beers are on and stuff, that was, and you're obviously knowing this, Charles, Twisted Barrel, that was a great thing because of the, the app that they're using. The app's great, yeah. Um, because literally everything is listed that they've got. Yeah. Hundred percent, and they're on, and it's always updated, isn't it? And it said, I don't know how you guys found it, but I was after a particular beer. I I can't remember which one it was now. I think it was a raspberry porter, and I clicked on it, and it said, "Out, you know, Mm. not not available yet." So it's obviously on the list of like things to come on, but um, and presumably they're updating it as soon as the kegs taken off and and put on. Um, Yeah, yeah, Um, that worked really well. It worked really well at at, at, uh, Twisted Bar, I must admit. So yeah, I think our best experience was Twisted Barrel, as as you've already hinted at, Charles. In as much as they've gone to town on completely setting up the tap room, spacing out the benches, they've got an app uh, called the Round app that some of the pubs do use because you can browse yeah. them on the app, um, listing all their beers. You can order in their usual um, measures of thirds, halves, two thirds, pints, all of that stuff, and. Admittedly, the day we went was on a Sunday afternoon, um, but the service was super quick. You know, you would put your order in for two beers on the app and it felt like one minute later, somebody's <laughs> around there with a tray and like, here you go, here's your double IPA, mate. You know, Really really efficient, wasn't it, isn't it? It's yeah. Just, yeah. Um, so yeah, really, really like what they've done to, to do that. Um, and it's like you said, Adam, earlier with your experience, it's that whole 
actually there is something I quite like about yeah. table service. It's, it's just, refined, isn't yeah. it? Well, the, and, and the other thing as well, when, when you get to the end of your, you know, your beer or whatever, you can sort of plan ahead a little bit. It's like mm. I'm down to, down to the last little, you know, 100 mil of a, of a pint or something. And then you go, oh, I'll reorder now. Yeah, and By exactly. the time you finished, it will be there. There's, yeah. there's, no, there's no queuing, there's no, you're not moving. It's just... Yeah. Uh, I know. I, I really liked that. I, was I like, think I think that is the thing that stops people moving around the place too much. The minute mm. if these places are doing bar service, and we went to another pub in Warwick that was okay, the bar was mm. totally behind a plastic screen, but people were just going up to the bar. There was no table service, so people were congregating there, um, mm. and that's you know just well. It ends up becoming a pinch point as well because it was yeah. going past there that. Either the chaps had to come that way to go to the loo, or I had to go that way to go to the loo. You know, so you're going past all these people that, and then queuing at a bar, and the bar staff were, you know, they'd all got masks on and they were all, you know, clearly sanitising and stuff. But yeah, you. And then the the best of it was they've they've created this outdoor space. Um, which they haven't really got, and that they've got a one way system in and out of the pub, so you go in one mm-hmm. way. You go out through the by, <laughs> via this made out outdoor space that they've made, and so you literally step outside the back door, and you're like, you're suddenly in this throng of people <laughs> that are all sitting outside, and I'm like, okay, and now I've got to go past these people, and we're clearly not doing. To yeah, the it's quite, it was quite it, a so. throng of people all at the, those tables, wasn't it? It was. Um, a, it was that was so that was quite interesting. But yeah, um, but to, to just go back to, to Twisted Barrel, as I say, it's probably been our best experience so far, and and everything that they'd done. Um, you know, as I say, table spacing was good. They got a one-way system in and out of the toilets. Now they'd always had unisex toilets there anyway, because they're a pretty forward-thinking sort of place. So um, that's actually come out in their favour for 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 that aspect of it. And and then we just saw the staff like wiping down as soon as somebody had finished at a table, they got all the sanitizer out and was wiping down the tables. Yeah, and Gla- and um, same experience at Glasshouse when I've when I've been there. Um, you know, if you as soon as you leave your table, your table and the benches are sanitized. Um, and yeah, literally it's, uh, it's really well done. It's a similar thing. Um, I think, I think if it wasn't for the fact of having to catch two trains to get to the glass house tap room, we'd have probably been back by now, but the thought of. <laughs> I've cycled, trains... I've cycled there, uh, twice now. So, uh, that well, was one way, of, <laughs> yeah. one way of avoiding the trains is cycle. <laughs> Yeah. One interesting thing about um, if you are exclusively doing table service, it completely gives the control back to the to the pub or the bar, like a restaurant, mm-hmm. in terms of like who's drinking what, how much are they drinking. You can really start to take control again. Whereas if you're just going to go to the bar, you could have someone, you know, some could have ten pints in an hour if they wanted to. You know. Yeah. That's if, you, true. if you're not, if you you can regulate. You know, a slight bit easy to monitor, isn't it? Yeah, it just gives you that power back. Where I mean, I suppose it, like I said, my, my experience last night wasn't, <laughs> yeah, but because they were allowing people to go to the bar. Yeah, um, yeah, so. I think that's the big bit, one of the biggest things, isn't it? Really, um, just to bring it back to what's in our glasses at the moment, um, what, what are we all thinking to, to what we're just about polishing off at the moment? Um, well, I'm, I've polished mine off, and yeah, it's clear that went down well. It wasn't quite as orange as orangey as I thought it was going to be, but uh-huh. I've got a slight bit of the kind of the bitter um, pulp bit at the back of the throat. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it was really from it. yeah, um, yeah. But like, 
it's it's just really light and refreshing. It's mm. just it's not like I wouldn't say it's like a go-to beer even in style for me, but you know, if you've got a red hot afternoon or somewhere, you know, it's just a perfect kind of so that beer you say, you say that beer's got Brett in it. I mean, how how would that handle a bit of age on it? Do you reckon? I mean, would that be something you would sort of let you know rest for a bit, or best to drink fresh? Well, I reckon being in a can as well. Um, I mean, it's got a best before date on this one of November twenty twenty. I don't think it's something you would you would age. Okay, so they're saying yeah, drink fresh kind of thing. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, because it's it's you know. I think it's just something that it's it's a light kind of beer. I don't think it's like a a heavier bodied thing that would would you'd lay down for a year or something, uh, and no. it would improve. I think it's 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 kind of like a sort of cousin of a saison in style, I guess. Mm. Really, um, it's got a bit and, of wit uh, to it. Yeah, well. it's a summer supper. Yeah, yeah. It, they're yeah, definitely a brewery. They had an, they had an yeah. urchin um, wit on today. Ah uh, um, yes, which is completely different to the br- to Brun, whatever. Like the Brun was the one with the hedgehog on the front, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's got the same urchin thing. But that was like a four percent, um, very similar in color and kind of haziness, and very like light and orangey kind of things. So that's it reminds me of that a little bit. I don't, I wouldn't know what the difference is. Whether that's not got any sort of mixed firmness to it, <laughs> firmness. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you do a a wit, but. Yeah, it had the same sort of botanical, like you know, I do botanical. Is it? I think a wit is that is that just with with added sort of like coriander and, yeah, and orange I think peel and, I think and things like that. What they're doing with this cabaret is they you're getting that similar sort of added fruit and botanicals or whatever's in it. Mm-hmm. That one, but not not funky. Mm. No, but yeah. it's so lightly funky that like it's not that different to taste. So you think that would be quite an approachable style for people that are kind of yeah. not necessarily knowing about these oldest, these sort of more traditional styles? To be honest, or? if I were drunk it, I would probably not even think about it being that funky. It's that, it's that light. It's just, it feels, it feels quite refreshing, more saison-y kind of, like a light, really light saison there. Like. Perfect yeah, yeah. For, for, for this wet, sort of windy, windy <laughs> August day. But uh, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. I mean, Samar's the desert, definitely. I know Simon's and, and Vicky have mentioned it, but uh, yeah, I'd also love to get up to their tap room and, and try some of their beers, really. Um, it, it just seems that, yeah, they seem to be really, really pushing the boundaries, really, with, with styles, which is great yeah. to see. Yeah. Good, guys. Like I said, I popped up today and um, I think it's the first time they've opened for a while and... They've took on a member of staff on the bar, so there's three of them. So Dan and Martha are kind of owners slash brewers slash everything. I've heard they do literally everything, (laughs) don't they, between the two? Is that that We saw saw yesterday they had like, it was advisable to book because they've only got a certain amount of space out on Mm -hmm. there outside. So I think I counted about eight to nine tables. And they said, you can walk up, but if you've walked up, you've made a big effort because it's Mm. in the middle of nowhere. So I think what they've done is like they're in a table, but if you're happy just to sit on a chair in a space, yeah, that's fine. Sit on a chair in the corner, so yeah, yeah. So the, and like the drinks came over and they had the little, what's it called? It's called square, whatever that little contactless thing is, and that was just oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know. It was just yeah. placed on the on the serving tray. So as it came, you just that's all contactless all the way through, it. like yeah, so, yeah, as it should yeah. be. Yeah, it's great yeah, work doing things. Sure. Um, Charles, how how was your kernel? Oh, mate, it was absolutely delicious. I mean, it's this. I mean, it's not a very hot day, but it's evaporated quite quickly. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm down to the last little few dregs. It's uh, yeah, 
really, really, really uh, balanced, uh, fruity. Um, I hate that word, but yeah, it's got peaches and sort of berries um, and it's slightly earthy. It's lovely. Excellent. Mm. Excellent. Okay. Well, I think as we've pretty much run out of beer now, it's probably time to crack another one open. So um, let's get that sorted. Yeah. So yeah, Adam, do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. I have gone for one of the new Farmbridge cans, which is the the new range of their, well, it's not new range because they have released them before, but um, first time in can for Pineapple Halcyon, um, 7.4% Imperial Pineapple IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just kind of thinking about Peak Ender and maybe this weekend. and um, uh, It would have been this weekend, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the, weather, the weather's just suddenly gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know whether it were doing quite the mud festival last year, though, would it? <sighs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's well, it was funny, actually, because we recorded our last episode on Sunday night. Literally, as I just arrived back from Suffolk for a week, and I had actually glorious, glorious weather. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've actually got a suntan kind of weather. <laughs> um, and as we were recording, I'm looking out, I'm facing a window now, and it was absolutely banging it down. Like, and I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think we were going to have a fallow year for Peak Ender this year anyway. I think we was just going to take a year off from it. So we never bought tickets anyway. And uh, But the thing is, everybody now on the socials has been putting up pictures of last year and the year before and stuff. Mm. And I've been like, oh, no, I'm gonna, we're going to have to go again next year, I think. Um, but obviously Airbnb rather than camping, you don't do the camping thing. <laughs> yeah, stick to that place you got last year. That was great. Yeah. Oh, it's not it's it. not on Airbnb anymore. I've looked. Oh, <sighs> I know. So uh, we'll have to sort something else out. But um, no, it was a cracking experience. And, and we uh, might drag you along next year as well, Charles. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I, I definitely, yeah, it definitely looks an interesting festival. And um, I just got to get my camping boots on the thing. Um, yeah. yeah. You won't Although, care after the amount of impy stats. If you get booked into some of the Meet the Brewer events, the amount of cans that they're chucking out, some oh, of them yeah. anyway, they're just like, you know, double IPA after double IPA. The North one, I think it was anyway. It was, it was, it was, it was funny because last, last year, James and I compared some of the Meet the Brewer events, but we didn't stay the Friday night. So I rocked up t- t- just to, to put a tent down, had a brand new tent, much bigger, much more intricate kind of setup. And then James said, oh, do you mind if you switch sessions with me? It's in like an hour. I'm thinking, yeah, I'll be fine. Like, tents just pop up these days. And then like an hour later, I'm literally just swearing at everyone, just like trying to get this thing up on mud. Yeah. Um, and then like you say, I must have been given, uh, here, have a drink. Oh, have a drink. And I think I'm on like, I'm like third Jaipur within like 25 minutes of um, getting into the arena. But um, interestingly enough, I the tent that we used last year, because obviously you know how muddy it was, yeah. is not being aired or opened up since weekend oh, last no. year, until <gasps> yesterday. Because oh. I've not got a garden big enough to open it up in. So I took it over to mum and dad's house. Windiest day I've ever imagined. <laughs> so it's like, like a windiest cycle. day in oh, two my years. God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a parachute. So yeah, but it, it survived. So wow. yeah, hopefully it might get um, another outing soon. So. <laughs> Yeah. But no, I think, I think with the lack of beer festivals, I'm definitely interested to try a few different festivals this, uh, next year. Yeah. yeah I think that could be the case for a lot of people, I think. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Charles, what are you drinking now? I have got quite an interesting one. Uh, it's Cloudwater Against the Grain collab. Um, this is a, f- a rebrew 
uh, of Make Apple Pie Great Again. Oh, I which love is that first one of, Which is a, one of our favourites um, that came out a few years back. Um, they've bumped up the ABV slightly, so it's 8%. And it is, uh, this was brewed, meant to be sort of a follow-up from friends and family. Um, and da, 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 full-flavoured brown ale infused with apple, cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice and vanilla, just like mum used to make. Mm. And colour-wise, I mean, you guys can see it on the camera, it is brown. Oh, it's know, brown, is, isn't it? It's, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's In a dark, traditional dark kind of brown. way. Absolutely. I mean, it is a brown ale. And to be honest with you, I mean, I really just, all I get straight away is cinnamon, like cinnamon and nutmeg, all the spice. The apple is a little bit hidden, which is a a bit of a shame because the original one was all apple with a touch of cinnamon in the background. Um, In terms of ABV, it does not drink 8% ABV at all. Um, But um, it's really enjoyable still. It's, It's a really interesting take on a brown ale. Excellent. Well, I like a, I like a good brown ale anyway, so I think I might have to put. And no exploding cans. Well, which of course some of them did last time. Yeah, some um, of them did, but I think didn't. We drank. Like I say, we, we drank. We drank cars way too quickly for that to happen, <laughs> and uh, always store in your fridge, not in your cupboard. Yeah, when um, it comes to these store beers. So yeah, we are on talking of twisted barrel as we were earlier. The uh, Halloween in January, which is a peanut butter. Imperial Stout, um, which is um, 8%. And um, I think probably, I mean, it says here, bold flavours of biscuit, chocolate and caramel married with soft, smooth combination of vanilla and peanut butter. Yeah, it's doing all of that. It's doing all of that. And I would say that this is probably a fairly close relative to... um, Yellow Belly. Yellow Belly. Yeah. It's it's that kind of flavour profile. and it's doing all of that whilst at the same time as being a vegan beer, because obviously Twisted Barrel are a vegan brewery. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty damn good, actually. Um, I'd agree. I like Yellow Belly. So this has got peanut butter on it, where it, butter in it, which is obviously Yellow Belly had no peanuts harmed in the making of it or something. Nobody ever really said what was allegedly. In it, allegedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if only Polo are involved. There's some kind of syrups or something. <laughs> some wizardry yeah. going on. Yeah. 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 But, but no, I, 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 I got to try that beer you're drinking at Twisted Barrel a couple of weeks ago. And um, yeah, it was really, really well executed. Um, exactly what it says. And with yeah. a lot of these Imperial Stouts now, you, if they say it's going to be peanut butter, guess what? I want it to taste like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I don't want it just a taste of malt and chocolate and, you know, um, I want to taste the adjuncts. Well, not adjuncts because probably not many adjuncts in it, but you want to taste the flavors described and you do. Yeah. So. It's, this definitely, this definitely does that. So agreed. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only other um, beer of that style that springs to mind for me um, is a localish one. It's a lost industry brewing Sheffield, steel city brewing and mm. beer Inc. I think they're from Huddersfield and they tried to recreate the okay. star bar. I don't know if you're familiar with that chocolate oh. bar, the star bar. Star bar, yeah, yes. that's a, so it's kind of like a chocolate kind of peanut. Ancient confectionery, yeah. It's not yeah. ancient. It's fairly recent. It's in the. Are level. they still? Is it still around? Yeah, but that's Maybe. that was a kind of about a nine nine or ten percent. Um, it seems weird that no one no one really dips under that kind of strength for a peanut beer, do they? Yeah, it's, it's almost like a one. Get the body, maybe. Strength. 
North did one though, didn't they? Um, thinking more more your sort of way, Adam. North did a yeah. peanut butter one not that long ago. And I'm trying to, to remember honest, the name it's, of it. It's kind of a style that I would not gravitate towards generally. Misty, ah, Misty, well, passed. actually, I've just looked at it on Untapped. Mystic Voyage, yeah, it's eight and a half, actually. So that, that, oh, right. <laughs> that doesn't really improve. Ah, no, the one, Pina, uh, the by Hammerson Brewery called Crunch. Oh. That's a crunch. Yeah, Crunch is lower ABV, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. Um, Hamilton Crunch, that's about, I'm just literally checking, I think that's about six percent, maybe less 5.4. So, they yeah, session that is unbelievable. That that is all the peanuts, uh, all the peanuts that really is uh, full on peanuts, isn't it? That one, I haven't seen that for a while. And they did, I think they did an impy version of that one as well. So, uh, I didn't get to try that one, but I'd love to try it. Uh, you said Adam it's not a style that you'd go for it's not, it's not. It's, no, I, I like peanuts and I kind of you know it's not something it's not something I think about with beer I don't know it's just not the it's not the two things I put together when I think of beer um, <laughs> naturally yeah um, yeah it's not I, I wouldn't drink it I just I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't just pick it off a shelf uh, is it peanut butter and jelly one? Is that North? North? Northern yeah, North? North did one not that long ago. Is it Northern Monk or North? Sorry, sure Northern Monk. Northern Monk did yeah, a peanut butter a and jelly. Beer, actually. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thinking about it. I could be, yeah, I could there be is wrong. A, no, no, you're right. There is a, there is a supermarket one um, in that sort of like three pound bracket, which is allegedly peanut butter and jelly. Um, I think it's a Morrison's one, I think, maybe. No. I think it's Tesco's, to be fair. Okay. It might be wrong. Um, I remember seeing it. I don't know why I didn't pick it up, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right at my street, but... Oh, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I guess we've got a little bit of a catch-up on, on some local news now um, for, for any of our handful mm. of listeners that are actually local to the Midlands. Um, so... Boiler Room, Leamington. We talked about it on previous uh, podcasts. We have, yeah, um, we have. We went there today. Um, Did you? We went there because it's now open as a selling cans. Um, still not completely fitted out. I reckon they're probably about 10% short of completing the job. Um, fitted out to a really high standard, uh, which I know, Charles, you've been following their progress on Instagram and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Putting a lot yeah. of um, expense into to fitting the place out. Um, so, yeah, they've got some cans there now. Um, so we bought a couple of cans and had a chat with Jack, who is the guy who's putting it all together. Uh, is it a good, good, range, us, good range of cans? Or yeah, yeah, Dayo, yeah. Wylam, um, you know, by the river, um, cool. stuff like that. Brew York. So, Brew York, yeah. So cool. good range of cans. Um yeah, the, basically, a bit of a bit of a scoop here. They are opening on the thirtieth of August, on a Ooh, Sunday. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, they um, they've got eight uh, keg lines, and they've got um, they're going to do cask on gravity. Um, there's this massive okay. cold room in there that's got a big air conditioning unit because there's I think being a shop conversion, um, there's not a proper cellar or something like that. So they've done it all where the casks. Uh, are going to be gravity dispense in this cold room with a clear kind of it's like a sort of clear glass box, isn't it? That um, all of them eighteen stillages for cask beer, which that's an insane amount, isn't it? Um, and I'm guessing it that is, some yeah, will be conditioning whilst they're ready. He said initially they'd be looking at putting four cask ales on uh, initially. Um, 
so yeah definitely want to watch the tables are all already in place has been quite sort of spaced out they're going to be opening with about 50 percent capacity of what they would have been yeah I was, I was going to ask that what their sort of covid kind of sort of situation might be yeah it's going to be table um, service and the tables are spaced out and they're they're looking at running at about 50 percent capacity of what they would have been um, bookings required or yes. just sort of yeah, yeah no okay. yeah yeah websites going live in a few days so okay. um, so yeah one to watch out for obviously we really can't positive, yeah. day because we're going to Cornwall yeah but there you go um I'll go yeah. I'll go for yeah. you yeah go. Go, report yeah. back report back to us I will I will so that's definitely an interesting thing development um definitely. there's another bottle shop that's online only at the moment in Stratford-on-Avon called Yabard which I think we may have talked about before um so they mail order at the moment but they've got plans to open a shop and tap room in Stratford-on-Avon um next to well, a couple of doors down from the civic center in the center of Stratford much needed there, whereas Stratford Definitely. is basically just wall-to-wall yeah, traditional. Yeah, yeah, there's not much for, for, for us crafty lovers. Yeah, and even if you're into, like, good cask beer, it's even all pretty no, much no, the no. same beers in every single pub that you go to. A lot of Green King-owned pubs and stuff like that, so not great. Um, so that'll be much welcomed. It's um, a start. Um, yeah. Our favourite little micropub in Warwick, haven't been back yet but they are now full open fully open for drink in um and uh, booking recommended and i think they are now um taking deposits i think they must have had a few people sadly let them down with with um booking and then just not turning up which is a ridiculous thing to do at the moment so they're open uh so check facebook page for details on how to book um drawing board in leamington um still remains closed the, the gastro pub but um the uh the bottle shop is open now i think you went there charles actually didn't you yes sorry that was uh, yeah it was another place i've been to uh they've now got benches outside so you know if, if you if you're not comfortable going in into inside the building um you can just have the beers brought out to you um and yeah they've got a very very well stocked fridge or fridges now and they've got a couple of draft lines as well normally a good lager if, if it's if it's if it's nice out and something else so uh yeah it's well worth going down it's it's in a part of leamington as, as, as you guys know that is probably there's not that much going on uh, it's not that far from the station so if you are kind of leamington station way uh, it's probably the, the nearest uh, along with beer torrent to, to nip into for a beer so yeah 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 um and then finally um beer gonzo over in coventry fantastic bottle shop um they've reopened the bottle shop now because they dropped down to just doing mail order during the full kind of lockdown period uh they're open again now as a shop and uh, they're open as a tap room as well again now um bookings i think preferred but you can just walk up if you want to take a chance um and yeah i mean i I don't quite know what's going on in brum because we haven't really gone back over there since march which is a kind of slightly odd feeling because we're normally over there every couple of weeks but um it is what it is um but i think quite a few places are open in brum um yeah i had a, had a brief 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 trip there on the way back from from my trip to glass house and i nipped into tilt uh i very very quickly nipped into the colmore um and it, yeah it was very 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 quiet in both of those places so uh mm. and it was okay admittedly it was a sunday but um these places desperately need support right now um they're trying they're trying their absolute best with with social distancing but it appears people you know it's still it's still it's just still a very difficult time for, for those uh establishments really 
Yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting. So, um, some places, yeah, seem to be absolutely heaving, and others are really quiet. But I suppose it it depends on whether they've got outdoor spaces, uh, city centres as well. It's that whole. I don't know if you're finding yeah. that in Sheffield, whether it's making Sheffield's a big difference. Sheffield's kind of like. T- traditionally difficult to have city centre beer gardens there's just not that mm. many of them no um, like I never really thought about it until someone kind of like brings it up and you're like actually there's not there's not a lot of like decent sized ones so yeah there must be there's a lot plenty of people struggling but I've just I've just I've just quite enjoyed how people have just diversified generally like they've just where they can they've you know they've moved things online or they've offered like kind of takeaway options and stuff and just you know, just doing what they can within the realms of what they could at the time and just moving with the, you know, with the rules, how they've changed them on a weekly basis or whatever. Um, it, it, it kind of feels at the minute that, I don't know, because the weather's been all right generally. Mm. Like the outside, outdoor space has kind of been utilised. Um, I mean, they, they do have an inside space, but I think I think people are probably just picking the days and just, like, like I am. I mean, I wouldn't know what it's like on a rainy day in, pub in Sheffield it just because yeah. I'm not there yeah because <laughs> like, you're you're, um, you're deliberately going I'm not to play. yeah I've not really been into the like I've not been to the Rutland which is one of my favorite pubs but we're near where I work yeah um but I've been to the kind of Kellam Island area which is like more my side of you know it's a few it's a few kilometers away but it's my side of the city so um yeah I think people just doing what they can where they can and just yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Charles. You just got to support them, really, don't you? Just definitely. Um, whether it's takeout or taking a risk on a, a nice day and sitting outside somewhere. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, obviously, um, we're joined by Adam from from Chef Hopcast, who have been going for a couple of years, I think. So, uh, just give us a brief sort of background to to the Chef Hopcast and uh, and like your sort of recent lockdown episodes, which you've been doing almost on a weekly basis, haven't you? Yeah, we start. I think we started around about the same time as you, actually. Um, I think it, we actually formed, in, it must have been December 17, possibly, to, with, mm-hmm. the, with the first episode coming out in the January of the, uh, the 2018. Um, um, kind of weird circumstances. James, who kind of, I, James and I are the kind of leads on it. Um, he's got like a podcasting and radio background going back probably 20 years or something. Um, and I ended up doing some bit of branding for his football podcast and then we bumped each other bumped into each other at a beer festival i recognized him obviously he didn't know what i looked like but i knew what he looked like because i was listening to his sheffield wednesday podcast um and then we had a, we had a night at beer x which is unfortunately not even a public festival anymore it's in a, it's just a trade trade based festival right it was in sheffield until uh, last year it moved to Le- uh, liverpool i think yeah um um we are kind of a, a, a step a, a steady four strong teams as me and james um there's sean clark who runs beer central a beer shop in um in sheffield um and laura rangeley who is she works for Aberdale Brewery. Her husband's one of the brewers there, and she works part of the part of the team. Um, yeah, it's just um, yeah, we did it. Like, we used to do it monthly, and it moves. After about six months, we started doing a Hopcast half pint, where me and James would just do kind of a like one on, on the two weeks to kind of tide people over and do a bit of a YouTube version of it as well. And then um, yeah, we'd always kind of try and feature a different brewer in Sheffield. A different, we'd, we'd always record in a different location, so a different pub. Um, obviously over the two and a half years, that's kind of 
we've exhausted a lot of the um, the options for um, quiet places to record and, um, and people who, are, who don't, don't mind talking to us. But yeah, lockdown kind of, we just, yeah, I think we, we just um, started doing it. We just used like we do now using Zoom and um, we didn't we didn't have any plan. We just thought, well, let's just see how it goes. And then you realise how actually how easy it is just to get other people on that could be anywhere. And you've been on YouTube, as I've seen you guys on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we we, we 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 stream it now to YouTube, um, which is great. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't I mean it gets it gets a handful of um, people, but you know, it's I think I looked last time, maybe in the last sort of three months, it's something like fifteen fifteen thousand minutes of watch watch you know which is what we didn't have we didn't have any of that before <laughs> so you know it's people who are getting they are finding we are finding a new market in that way and um do you think you'll um, carry on with that or or, or not um, probably once we go back because we're recording the pub it's yeah. not as easy for us to kind of it's dead easy to, no. to strip out the video from a from a youth from from the zoom calls but um yeah, I think the main takeout has been that, like, obviously, we, we maybe moved things around for various reasons because people couldn't meet up at a certain time or a certain day. But I don't know how you guys feel. I know you don't know as many, but it does feel a lot more accessible to be able to record a similar level of quality. Maybe not having that nice atmosphere and be able to drink together and kind of have that kind of camaraderie kind of thing. Mm. I think that's always something that a lot of people, who maybe even outside of Sheffield, have always thought that a bit of our thing has always felt like they could feel like they were sat with you in the pub drinking. Mm, yeah. And, um, and to be honest, before, before we started, we never, n- none of us had sat in a room together. We didn't, I didn't know Laura. I knew Sean, I knew who he was, but we didn't know each other. Me and James knew each other vaguely, but a lot of people thought like, got a good vibe from us. Like we'd have known each other forever. That's and what we, it feels we, like. Yeah. We're not, yeah. we've known each other as long as we're doing the podcast essentially. Um, we're just having that. We, we try not to be too pretentious, you know. We try to be, uh, you know, locally focused to some degree, but not, you know, not too much that we don't get listeners like you guys. And you know, we made lots of friends in the industry, and it's a weird, weird kind of thing, isn't it? Really, I mean, we've 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 collaborated a number of times. We've, I met you in Man. I've met you a couple of few times. I met you in Manchester. I so saw you see you in Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. Beer um. Same with the beer clock show guys and a lot of people in the industry we've we've kind of we've known we've met and known and um th- through just podcasting and I think it's a it's a very uh, it's a very good you, you guys you guys seem to have a really good rapport as well from when I've listened yeah, we, to you guys podcasting or YouTube on the YouTube it's it's been very smooth and it's been good to watch and listen to. Well, I appreciate that. It's the same with no, you guys. You know, we've always been very supportive of you know the ones we listen to and ones we've kind of made friends with. You know, in, over the years, and it's um, doing things like this is really good. And like I said, dead easy to get people on who live nowhere near. Absolutely, you don't have yeah. to kind of nail someone down to meet you in a pub anymore. You can just be. <laughs> Yeah. that's it yeah you'd home, sort of brilliant. run out Turn your computer on <laughs> yeah you'd sort of run out of local people in a way sometimes or <laughs> yeah. or whatever to, to kind of like corner or, you know. or if you can get people up then it it was equally it was like right yeah. well we need like you said you need a quiet space to go and find them yeah. you know there's a lot of barriers isn't there to, and... to kind of doing that but as you say ultimately the thing about everybody sitting around a table say drinking the same beer and and whatever is is something that you you, you don't get now whether whether the listeners that i guess they're kind of slightly less affected by the fact of where you record but maybe it's just nicer for the for the people actually partaking in it to to be all in the room together you know 
Yeah, I think I, I think in an ideal. Sorry, Adam. Go yeah, on. Okay. I think maybe if we'd have never have done that, then we wouldn't have that relationship we do now. If we've mm-hmm. always done it this way over over Zoom and never met each other, um, you know, you wouldn't have that kind of insight into people's personalities and be able to like. I mean, you know, Sean always ribs me for things, and we always there's always you know what people's ticks are and stuff just because you, you know you're, you're around them and face to face and you know, off, off, off mic and on mic, you know, we, we will spend an evening together around that. We make an evening of it. We don't just do an hour and then just disappear. We'll, yeah. Oh, so Sean drives home, as well. But, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll try and do something, but it's go for a drink and just have a, you know, a chat afterwards. And, um, yeah, it's, it's good. And we, yeah, I think, I think we have, we've, we've gone back down to two weeks now, uh, rather than the weekly. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, you, you you do exhaust what you can talk about when mm. things are locked down a little bit, and because we're not going out as much, it's just yeah. Um, and we've spoke to a lot of people who you know happy to come and chat to us, and we, you know, there's plenty of people who will come on and we'll keep doing this. And I don't, but I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what it brings for us, you know, post official lockdown. I don't know what I imagine the ideal world is. We go back to normal. But, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll not. Maybe we'll do. Maybe no. we'll do two a month still. Maybe we do one in person and one like this. I don't know. It's not really being yeah. discussed, really. Yeah, there's a lot of options uh, available, isn't there? Really. So we'll just have to see uh, how it. I mean, we, we, I mean, I mean, we've we've enjoyed doing doing sort of interviews and kind of meet the brewers and and being out and about, and obviously that's completely sort of destroyed at the minute, really. So um, yeah, I can't really see that sort of coming back anytime soon. Not I, don't anytime you, I don't know what you guys think, Simon and Vicky, but I think... Uh, I think it's going to be maybe. next year before you're, you're in that sort of environment, really. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 a bit of a odd time, but, you know, we'll carry on. But All of us, you know. I suppose this is the thing now where it's like, so when we are able to then meet up together and we can find spaces and whatever, if we've got people that we want on as guests that are local and we can meet up somewhere brilliant if not got an option. Now we can do this which we wouldn't yeah. even thought of doing this in january february i think we're all zoom experts now, yeah. where we've never bloody heard of it before lockdown you know, had we? if you think about it eight months ago to say you can do a recorded podcast like this we'd have all been like what are you talking about and we're so used to, we're so used to saying you're still on mute yeah, become a sort of uh, just have a look thing. at um, Zoom stocks and shares. For the last yeah, year. mad. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, Zoom Teams. I was like, oh god. Yeah, if I hear Teams once more at work, it's like. You know. but I, think, I think on a serious note, I think as long as you know sound quality isn't you know diminished massively, I really don't see any reason why we can't kind of carry on in this format. No. Um, of, of course, yeah, we want to. We would ideally meet in person, but. But, you know, um, it's just not so easy, really, at the minute. So, no, absolutely. So we'll just uh, carry on with uh, things as they are, I guess, at the moment. So, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so, right, we're getting close to the end of uh, these beers. Um, what's what's everybody's thoughts on on what they're drinking right now? Adam, what's what's the Halcyon like? Um, I'm preferring it to the mango one that um, I had a couple of nights ago. Um, is the is the mango one? There's a is it plain halcyon that's been in sort of supermarkets, or has it been a fruit? Plain halcyon's one? been in supermarkets forever. There's forever. a great there's a grapefruit one, I think, or was it? Is it, um, it was pink grapefruit halcyon. Pink grapefruit. Yeah. Um, but the original one, I think Waitrose have always done it. I think um, Morrison's do it as well. 
Um, but it kind of disappeared for a little bit. It kind of it, it lost its focus, but it's always been a really kind of mm. well adhered kind of beer. I know like it's similar to you kind of can when people really, really loving cannonball, it's that kind of really clean sort of West Coast hoppy mm. crisp beer. Yeah. Um but I mean these got released a few years ago. These um in fact we did we did Pineapple Halcyon on episode five, I think. So that's wow. when that came out. So it would have yeah. been yeah. two thousand and eighteen. Mango was before that. And the pink grapefruit housing never really got released. It got released straight to can, so that was more like more recent, um, which we've kind of discussing before. We're not we're not seeing that for a while. Um, no. Um, but I my view was always why mess with the original when it's so good. <laughs> so you're the never going to create versions. a better version of it. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't mad. <laughs> I wasn't mad on the mango one when I did it the other night, to be honest. But this one is a bit, it's better. It's got a more natural taste in fruit flavour. I thought mango tasted a little bit synthetic. Um, but I'm not, I'm not kind of a person who would naturally go for a, a, a an overly adjuncty fruity beer, if you know what I mean. Do, um, do you think the pineapple perhaps comes a little bit from the hops that you use? Or I don't of? know, really. Um, it just feels, it just, it doesn't taste, it doesn't taste as chemical, it doesn't taste chemically, which mm. I thought mango did a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah. But obviously it's never been in small packs. I've always had it on keg or something before. Actually, pineapple was, pineapple and mango were bottled, actually, to be honest, they were bottled. But um, not for a long time. So I've, I've kind of, I've lost my kind of, Linked to the old version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this. It's nice. But, uh, but I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would based on the last one I had. Um, yeah, but, but your ghost would still be... Mango wasn't a bad beer. It's just, it just wasn't... I don't know. I just weren't feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. This is nice. It's refreshing. And it doesn't... It hides its strength for um, 7.4. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, the, um, the Halloween in January is, um, is going down a treat. It's superb, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. It's yeah. Um, everything we said it was before, really. It's 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 a big beer. It's a uh, it's got a huge personality. The the you know there's there's definitely peanuts punching you in the face with this, isn't there? And the chocolate and the caramel and it's it's a proper pastry kind of stout, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, this is another one of those. I was like, why am I sharing this with you? This is not. I want this all to myself for the good of your health. That's that's <laughs> why you're sharing it. Um, <laughs> um, Charles, how's your beer? Yeah, I think um, I'm actually getting through it pretty well. Um, I still think it's a little bit too cinnamon, like dominant. I'd like a little bit more apple, being as it's meant to be an apple pie yeah. brown ale. But yeah. do you know what? It's a really, really nicely executed beer. Just a little bit more apple, and you're looking at a really, really. Mm. Yeah, really flawless beer, but do I prefer the original? That's the question. Mm. Um, I think I do. I think I do prefer the original, but yeah, that's a long time ago since that came out. I, I, I can't remember when the original came out. It must have been 2017, maybe. I was going to say, was it that? Was, I think it was end of 2017, something like yeah. that. I think I bought a can of it from their tap room when it used to be the barrel store, you know, a few arches up from where track were. The, yeah, um, the old barrel room. That's right. Yeah, so that's that's a fair while back. Yeah, um, so yeah, so I'll, I'm tracking yeah. it down myself. Then I, I think, think. I, I, yeah, definitely. I think you definitely try because I'd love to see what you guys think compared to how it was when it first came out. Yeah, it, it's a bit a bit of extra ABV. I don't know if it necessarily needs that, but 
it is what it is. <laughs> Maybe if you eat an apple while you're drinking it, then you'll get the apple. You get the balance. You want then. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Try that next time. Or just pour a bit of apple ties into it. Do they still make <laughs> apple ties? Is that still a soft drink? I don't know. Um, uh, possibly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's not convinced with either of our suggestions there, is no, he? <laughs> no, to, to, to pimp your beer. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to pimp this beer. No. Okay. Good stuff. Um, right. Well, um, thanks to everybody for listening again. Um, hopefully we won't be taking another three month break in future. We'll be back with uh, more, more content soon. Um, please remember to subscribe so that new episodes will always appear on your listening devices and please leave us a review because that really helps people to find us. Um, and I guess some people have got a bit more time now to write reviews. So yeah, write us a review, please. Um, we're on all the usual socials um, at beers underscore frontiers on Twitter is where we're most active and uh, yeah, stay safe and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Adam. Cheers, thank guys. You. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming on. Thank you.